Hello, Karen Des. Today's topic is a little bit nerdy. I'm revisiting the OG anime that shaped my childhood and many other girls around the world. Today, we're going to talk about the one and only Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is a Japanese anime and manga series that first aired in 1992. The series is centered on the story of a teenage girl named Usagi Tsukino, who discovers that she is the reincarnation of a powerful warrior princess named Serenity, also known as Sailor Moon. Along with a group of other girls who are also reincarnations of powerful warriors, they fight against evil forces to protect the earth from destruction. One of the reasons for Sailor Moon's enduring popularity is its strong focus on female characters. It deals with feminism before it was cool. To better understand why this is so, let's talk about the brain behind Sailor Moon for a bit. Naoko Takeuchi has made a significant impact on the manga and anime industry. She was born on March 15, 1967, Yamanashi Prefecture, Japan. Takeuchi developed an interest in art and manga from a young age. Despite this interest, however, she chose to attend Kyoritsu University, where she actually studied to become a pharmacist, just like many of us Asian kids who choose to put off our dreams to satisfy our parents. But her passion for manga eventually led her to pursue a career as a manga artist. And let this be the encouragement you need to follow your heart, because she certainly made the right decision. Takeuchi began her career as a manga artist in 1986 with her debut work, Love Call, which was published in the Nakayoshi magazine, which is a monthly Japanese magazine aimed at young girls. The magazine has been in circulation since December 1954, and it has featured many popular manga series such as Cardcaptor Sakura, Sailor Moon, Magic Knight Rares, and many others. The magazine also includes articles and information on fashion, beauty, and lifestyle topics for young girls. It is a widely read and influential magazine in Japan and has helped popularize many manga and anime series that have gained international recognition. Again, this podcast is not sponsored by them. I'm merely including this information for a little context. Okay, back to Naoko Takeuchi. She quickly gained recognition for her distinctive art style, which features elegant and detailed character designs. Last year, I went to a Sailor Moon's exhibition to celebrate Sailor Moon's 30th anniversary. They had Naoko Takeuchi's original illustrations and design processes. They were so meticulous. The lines, the coloring were so delicate you could stare at them for hours. Naoko Takeuchi mentioned that she used fine-tip pens and watercolors to create these delicate effects. Anyway, her breakthrough came in 1992 with the publication of Sailor Moon, which became a cultural phenomenon in Japan and later worldwide. Despite her success, Takeuchi is known for being a relatively private person who shies away from the public eye. That's why you don't hear much about her. Even after she married another high-profile mangaka, that is the very writer of Hunter x Hunter, Takeuchi rarely gives interviews and prefers to let her work speak for itself. However, she has occasionally spoken about her creative process and the inspirations behind her work. So, who could possibly inspire this master mangaka? Well, it's none other than Osamu Tezuka, the creator of Astro Boy and the godfather of manga. She has also spoken about her love of classic literature, particularly the works of Jane Austen and the Bronte sisters, which have inspired her to create strong female characters and explore themes of love and romance. 
Another thing that became her inspiration was her own experiences growing up. Takeuchi was a fan of shoujo manga, which is targeted towards young girls, and she often felt that the female characters in the stories were not given enough power. She wanted to create a series that would feature strong, independent female characters who could take charge of her own destinies. It kind of explains why all the girls had powerful weapons and Mamoru, the handsome tuxedo mask, was given a rose. Because that's all you need to save the earth, right? Since the central theme of Sailor Moon is girl power, however, Mamoru's lack of fight scene is the logical dynamic. Mamoru serves as an emotional support for Usagi. Every time Usagi lost hope during a fight or just felt hopeless in general, Mamoru would throw his infamous rose, say something inspiring, and then run off into the night. My friends and I would joke about this back in the day because that's all he literally did in a fight. Mamoru's power is no joke though. He was gifted in psychometry, which allowed him to read memories and emotions when he touched an object. But again, this power is probably useless in combat, so the audience never really got to see Mamoru's strength. Another source of inspiration was Takeuchi's interest in mythology, particularly Greek and Roman mythology, which clearly shows in the characters' names. She incorporated many mythological elements into the series, such as the use of planetary names for the Sailor Scouts and the inclusions of characters based on mythological figures. The English version of Sailor Moon, Usagi, is actually called Serena, which is a derivative of Selene, the Greek goddess of the moon. Not ironically, Selene's love interest in the Greek mythology is Endymion, which is Mamoru's real identity. Other than that, you also have the cats conveniently named Luna and Artemis. Takeuchi's impact on the manga and anime industry cannot be overstated. She has inspired countless artists and writers. She has also helped popularize the magical girl genre and break down barriers for female creators in the industry. What is even more admirable is that Takeuchi is known to be supportive of other female manga in practical ways. She has mentored and provided advice to up-and-coming artists, and she has used her influence to help promote the work of other women in the field. The manga industry has traditionally been male-dominated, and it's not always easy for women to survive in the field. There have been several cases of discrimination and harassment in the manga industry, particularly against female creators. One notable case occurred in 2019, when a female mangaka named Rie Aruga spoke out about the mistreatment she experienced while working on a manga series. Aruga, who was working on a manga called Perfect World, revealed that she had been told by her editor that women can't draw men, and she was forced to make changes to her work that she felt compromised her artistic vision. Well, in my case, I can't draw men for the life of me. Their bodies are just completely different from women's, and to be honest, I enjoy drawing women more. They're curvier, sexier, and so they just flow better, if that makes sense. Every time I try to draw a man, they always end up looking a little bit too feminine, and I can't seem to get their muscle definitions right. But that's probably due to lack of skill more than anything else. Other reports of sexual harassment and discrimination in the manga industry have included allegations of editors using the position of power to coerce female creators into sexual relationship, as well as instances of female creators being excluded from industry events and opportunities because of their gender. And gender equality is one of Sailor Moon's strongest appeal despite the entire series highlighting girl power. 
The series challenges traditional gender roles and stereotypes by portraying female characters who are strong, independent, and capable of taking care of themselves. Even Usagi, who is clumsy and always late, can turn into a powerful warrior who fights against evil forces to protect the Earth. Sailor Jupiter is seen as a powerful tomboy but is actually very feminine at heart. Sailor Mars is consistently strong-willed, independent, and assertive without sacrificing her femininity. Sometimes you have female characters who are very strong and independent, but they also reject their femininity by purposefully dressing up like a man. Kind of like Haruka, aka Sailor Uranus. But even she still wears a skirt when she turns into Sailor Uranus. The series also challenges traditional notions of masculinity by portraying male characters who are not afraid to show their emotions and vulnerabilities. For example, Tuxedo Mask, a male character who helps the Sailor Senshi in their fight against evil with… with a rose, but you know, it's the thought that counts, is often seen expressing his feelings and emotions. Furthermore, the series promotes gender equality by highlighting the fact that both men and women can be heroes. While the Sailor Senshi are all female, they are often aided by male characters who also play important roles in the story. This sends a powerful message to young audience that men and women can work together to achieve their goals, which I personally believe is the healthy way to go. You don't have to make someone lose in order to win. Sailor Moon also promotes the idea of sisterhood or the bond between women. The Sailor Senshi are a group of girls who have been brought together by fate and they form a tight bond as they fight against evil forces. They support and encourage each other, and their friendship is a powerful force that helps them overcome even the toughest of enemies. The series portrays female friendship in a positive light, challenging the idea that women are always in competition with each other. Don't even try to deny it, girls, because we all know that sometimes we try to outdo one another. Call it biology, call it survival instinct, it just happens. The Sailor Senshi are not only friends, but they are also allies who work together towards a common goal. This sends a powerful message to young audiences about the importance of building strong supportive friendship with other women. Sure, the girls occasionally fight, but in the end, they still help one another. I think occasional disagreement is a sign of a healthy friendship. It's how you learn to compromise and deal with different perspectives. It also forces you to grow up and better yourself. Aside from girl power, Sailor Moon also challenges diversity. Maybe not so much in terms of body type because over 90% of the characters are thin and leggy. I'm talking about the Sailor's backgrounds. You have Sailor Uranus who is androgynous and seem to be romantically involved with Sailor Neptune even though their romantic connections have never been explicitly implied. Naoko also stated that even though her characters are mainly Japanese, she doesn't mind if the readers interpret them as another race or color. In fact, many of the sailors have different skin tones, but they don't really play any part in changing the dynamic within the group. It all boils down to working together as a team and fighting the bad guys. My personal favorite sailor is Sailor Pluto. As a kid, I admire her long hair and cool demeanor, but as I got older, her characters seem to have more depth. She doesn't get as much screen time as the other sailors because she is the guardian of the space-time door. Her unique ability to manipulate the time is a double-edged sword, is a force to be reckoned with, so naturally she is isolated from everyone else. Her unrequited love for Endymion, the silent sacrifices she made for her friends and her adherence to her duty are all admirable. 
Despite her stickler for the rules, however, she is willing to bend the rules to protect those she cares about. One example of Sailor Pluto bending the rules is when she allows Sailor Uranus, Sailor Neptune, and Sailor Saturn to enter the space-time door even though it's forbidden. Sailor Pluto knows that the three scouts need to enter the door to prevent the end of the world, but the door is only supposed to be used by the Sailor Scouts of the outer planets. Despite this, Sailor Pluto decides to help her friends by allowing them to pass through the door. Another example of Sailor Pluto bending the rules is when she freezes the time to allow the other Sailor Scouts to escape danger. While it is against the rules for her to interfere with time in this way, Sailor Pluto feels that the safety of her friends is more important than following the rules. Sailor Pluto's tendency to bend the rules demonstrates her loyalty and devotion to her friends and her belief in doing what is right, even if it means going against the authority. Her actions also show that sometimes breaking the rules is necessary to protect those we care about and ensure the greater good. But don't take this as an encouragement to start breaking the rules though. Rules are good to keep the society in order, but there are cases when rules don't apply. Alright, that's it from me for today. Let me know in the comments which sailor is your favorite. See you next time!